Welcome to It's a Single Mom Thing, the show for single moms by single moms. This is Sherry, your host, and I am happy you are here today. Remember, it's a single mom thing and not the single thing that stops you. As women, I tend to think we like to overthink just about everything. We think so much, sometimes I think we even think for others. You know, what people should do or exactly how they should do it. I know that's right. I like to joke with myself sometimes saying, I wish I could find the on-off switch to my brain. For once, I wish I didn't think so much. And, well, my son totally agrees with me. Ladies, do you ever feel that way? Sometimes I don't even have to say anything. It is just all over my face. And my son, once again, is always the first person to point it out when I think I have my thoughts under wraps. Now, to the men that are listening, you may think to yourself, oh, I am shutting this podcast off because this conversation is going downhill fast. But stay with me if you can. There is something here for you, too, especially if you want to relate to, let's say, your daughter. I know you're all blessed with the ability to think one thought at a time, and I want you to know I'm kind of jealous. So what do you think is behind all this overthinking? What I've discovered when I catch my train of derailed thoughts is that there's usually a high-value outcome that I want and are trying to make happen. And, well, my perceived worth is determined by it. Welcome to another episode of It's a Single Mom Thing. So when we talk about outcomes, what I'm talking about is an intended or desired result I want and or expect that generally I want to control. I want to steer the direction of that outcome because, well, I think I know what's best for me and everybody around me. At least that's what the overthinking thought or situation would tell me. It may also be a weapon or a wall I build up to protect myself from others and other situations. Like somehow in my mind, if I just think hard enough or obsess enough over it, it will happen. Really. How do we measure up? In the business world, we are taught how to set measurable outcomes when drafting our goals and objectives, right? In the academic environment, they're usually called learning outcomes. Hmm, this is interesting. So it's not just something in my head. It's something we are taught and do in other environments. Well, why? So let's take a closer look at this word measurable outcome. As an adverb, if you describe something as measurable, you mean that it's large enough to be noticed or to be significant. As a countable noun, the outcome of an activity, process, or situation is the situation that exists at the end of it. Now, that's according to the Collins Dictionary. <laughs> now, when combined as a word, measurable and outcome, it now takes on an action as a verb. And this is what it does. It means to produce, explain, compile, identify. Analyze, create, assess, evaluate, revise, construct, or critique, just to name a few. So why are they important? Well, as a tool, they value an anticipated result judged for things such, let's say, as productivity, efficiency, or cost-effectiveness. If you are employed, you are well aware that the value you bring to a company may be defined by some of these very same measurable outcomes that your place of business 
deems as significant, some of which you may or may not agree with, but there is a desired result they too want to exist. Now I'm guessing that what you want as an outcome, you deem as significant as well. Obsessing and stressing. For my guy listeners, you might be like, okay, Sherry, land the plane. What is the point? My point is when we ourselves place our value or that of another as an outcome that may or may not happen or we want to make happen, we now make it a mountain that we must overcome. For example, let's say as a solo parent, you start dating again and the relationship isn't quite moving as fast as you'd like or it isn't headed in the intended direction you wanted and the other person had no idea you were headed that way. Do you obsess and stress about every single text, date, action, or inaction? Do your thoughts get cluttered? Let's go back to our verb. Comparisons, overanalyzing, explaining away, predicting, assessing, evaluating, and even or critiquing. This is usually followed by a sea of emotions that will lead you to drown in your own thoughts. Now, for my fellows listening, listen. Your teenage daughter may start to have these very same thoughts. You might have these thoughts manifested differently. Let's say if you're waiting on a job opportunity to come through, a house you want to sell faster, an employee that has fallen out of line, or for even your teenage daughter that you don't understand. Your wife was a subject matter expert in that area, not you, right? Let's take it one step further. As a solo parent, There may be a hope to reconcile with the other parent or a projected path for your finances or even your future, which is significant and may now seem beyond your realm of control due to your solo circumstances. Your desired outcome is now a mountain to overcome. So if we can simply control a few things here and there through our obsessing and stressing, it's bound to happen, right? Well. Something's bound to happen. In most cases, it's going to be an outcome that you didn't want. But you were a part of it as you couldn't let go of the control. Say, uncle, what I've learned as both a solo parent and a solo lady via some heavenly higher education is that to overcome, I must let go of the outcome. In most cases, the mountains that I made out of molehills, I don't have to overcome because in most cases, They aren't real. For the mountain ridges that I didn't create but were created for me, sometimes they simply move when I place my faith in the plans God has for me. I don't have to go over the mountain. It moves when I start to move in the direction God has for me, even in my solo situation. If I'm going to walk his way, then I have to walk the way he leads me in his word. If I want his best, I have to forget the rest leaving the outcome to him. And the same is true for you. So what outcomes have you been obsessing and stressing over? I think we need to let go of it and give it to God. But to do so, you have to trust him. And that happens by spending time with him, coming to him for advice before you go to your friends. He is a patient and loving God, but sometimes I wonder if he's just waiting for me, if he is waiting for you to say, Uncle! so he can step in and handle some business. Listen, there can only be one person driving the car, so we need to just let Jesus win. 
Take the wheel, please, Jesus. You see, when we let Jesus win, we win too. We can drop our bags and burdens at the cross. When we let Jesus win, we find our worth in him and not the outcome. When we let Jesus win, we overcome. Luke 6.38 in the NIV says, He wants to give you all things in good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. So when difficult situations come up, or something you want to happen in your life or the life of your loved ones that is beyond your control, beyond my control, our response should be as a response in faith, as opposed to, hold on, let me overthink this. Let me obsess and stress a little bit more. I can do this. I am certain that this door that is shut, I can open it if I just try a bit harder. Somebody got a crowbar can help me out here? Ugh, darn it, I broke another nail. Or we can let go and watch God go to work on our behalf and wait for him to open the door to the outcome he has for us. Now, I'm going to ask you something, and if you have a post-it note and a pen around, you might want to write this down. You may want to write it on several post-it notes, because if you're going to overthink some thoughts, then you need to be thinking about this thought. Ask yourself, is what you are waiting for worth the wait? Let me tell you, what you're waiting for, what I'm waiting for, only he can do, and we cannot. Furthermore, you and I, are worth the wait, no matter what we are waiting for. Now, I know for me, the best things that I have in my life right now, my job, my home, my paid off car, my relationships, God brought those forth when I tapped out and I said, uncle. So as I close, I want to end with this reminder that is for the both of us, really. Faith is his gift to us. And All we need is faith the size of a mustard seed to help us overcome when we need to let go of the outcome. Now, you may be listening and you may be really struggling with an outcome that you want to overcome and you just want to talk to someone. And we are here for you and would love to pray with you. Call us at 855-822-PRAY anytime, day or night. We are here for you. Have you been thinking about what's next for you in this journey as a solo parent? Then we have a conference and a conversation for you. It's our What's Next Solo Parent Conference hosted at Indian Rocks Baptist Church and with the Joy FM on March 18th from 8.30 to 2. For more information and inspiration about this exciting event, you can go to our website at www.shepherdsvillage.com forward slash what's next solos 23 have a wonderful week and remember it's a single mom thing and not the single thing that stops you thanks for listening to it's a single mom thing i hope you enjoyed our time together if you have more questions on how to have a relationship with jesus or need prayer visit us at www.shepherdsvillage.com backslash prayer for more information and resources check out our show notes